I, this computer is just ridiculous. And I don't want more than 15, 20 seconds of dead airspace because, of course, Podbean's live and first all the time, followed by Spreka, and then we're going to now. But it's just sitting here thinking and spinning. Good morning, by the way. I push go live five times. Wow. And I bought a Macintosh because they work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Uh, go live for the sixth time. Oh, something's happening. Here we go. I need professional equipment here. Oh, my God. Are you finished yet? Are you done yet? Holy crap. Come on. Oh, reconnecting. Lot. Oh, thank you. Nope. The speaker's going in and out. What? Am I even on the right Wi-Fi? I have to be. Broadcasting error. What a time for some internet problems. Hmm. Why not? I'm going to type all the shit in again. It should have just went unbelievable. Unbelievable. Thanos. Okay. Sorry, guys. I had it all set up. <laughs> you just... Uh... I'm just going to type it. Thanos has one. Again. Yeah, something's wrong. I am just going to go back to my Windows computer. I mean, this is a joke. <laughs> it's a fucking joke. Wow. Uh, this is like a 386 four, me four megabyte. No, four... Yeah, four megabytes of RAM, 56K modem. What's up, man? Unbelievable. I had everything ready to go. It's already 20 to 4 mountain time. We'll try. We'll try Spreaker one more time, and if it just refuses, then we'll stay with Podbean because I don't have time for this. Although I got till 5.30. So I figured an hour and a half show. Um, but briefly I got up at 2 o'clock. And I was watching the election results. Oh, now it decides to work. Okay. So here we go. Let's just get the show started. No, I don't want Google Chrome. And uh, what's up? Okay. So we're going to start the show. Finally. And I know I haven't done it in a while, but uh, there's a reason for that. And I will explain everything after, oh, let's see, after I move all this stuff out of the way. Okay, here we go. 
I think. Wow. Okay. Anytime. Maybe if I close some stuff, but then if I close that. Unbelievable. Oh, thank you very much. Welcome to a brand new episode. Yeah, shitty episode. Jesus Christ. Really? Or nothing works. Come on. Wake up. Literally. Computer. There we go. Nope, oh, I stopped it because I clicked it twice. Come on. Like batteries to power. Turbines to speed. The purpose of our two previous encounters is now very clear to me. I do not intend to be distracted by another. Good night, Mr. Bond. Do you expect me to talk? No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. Enjoy them as much as any bloke. But in the spirit of commemoration, whereby those important events of the past, usually associated with someone's death or the end of some awful bloody struggle, are celebrated with a nice holiday... I thought we could mark this November the 5th, a day that is sadly no longer remembered, by taking some time out of our daily lives to sit down and have a little chat. There are, of course, those who do not want us to speak. You think, just let me think. Expect, even now, orders are being shouted into telephones, and men with guns will soon be on their way. It's chance of Damn it! Why? Because while the truncheon may be used in lieu of conversation, words will always retain their power. Words are for the means to meaning, and for those who will listen, the enunciation of truth. And the truth is, there is something terribly wrong with this country, isn't there? You designed it, sir. You wanted it foolproof. You taught me every television in London. Cruelty and injustice, intolerance and oppression. And where once you had the freedom to object, to think and speak as you saw fit, you now have sensors and systems of surveillance coercing your conformity and suggesting your submission. We cameras. How did this happen? Who's to blame? Well, certainly there are those who are more responsible than others, and they will be held accountable. But again, truth be told, if you're looking for the guilty, you need only look into a mirror. <laughs> there is no escape. Don't make me destroy you. Look, you do not yet realize your importance. You have only begun to discover your power. Join me, and I will complete your training. With our combined strength, we can end this destructive conflict and bring order to the galaxy. I'll never join you! If you only knew the power of the dark side. Do you want to know what it is? The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. Even now, in this very room. You can see it when you look out your window, or when you turn on your television. You can feel it when you go to work, when you go to church, when you pay your taxes. 
It is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. What truth? That you are a slave, Neo. Like everyone else, you were born into bondage, born into a prison that you cannot smell or taste or touch. A prison for your mind. Move south to find Navia. Let Crixus and the other Gauls chase lost hope. Spartacus! The decision's been made. We must stand as one. Or fall. Divided. A lesson hard learned. Shackle will be struck from every slave upon our path. We will see our numbers grow. And when they have become legion, we will face Glaber and the hordes of Rome again. And the gods shall weep for their suffering.
Alright kids, welcome to another exciting episode of the original Red Pill Show. Today is November 9th, Wednesday, November 9th, 2022, this show. It's for entertainment and educational purposes only. Please use at your own risk. The show is copyrighted by me and Freedom Revolution Network. No parts of it can be reused, rebroadcasted in any way, shape, or form without our written consent. You can just ask. Finally, the show is opinionated. The host, especially me, callers, guests, people that join the show through Podbean, whatever, our chat room, whatever, are and always will be opinionated under no circumstances whatsoever should opinions be taken as advice if you're seeking professional advice we strongly encourage you to hire a license if required person in his or her fielder little tommy hey man no that's his name Broadcasting live from the wonderful, I think. Time will tell. State of Colorado, Colorado, whatever. At the wee hours of 345, 350 a.m. Okay, <laughs> so it's apparent I have not done a show for quite a while. And I like sharing what's going on with me. And that has been man, yeah, I don't even I don't even know where to start, man. I, I mean, this is just so concerning to me. Cause I was up last night watching the election results. And uh, I've been waiting for this day for quite a long time. And what I'm seeing and what I've seen, I mean, for instance, my home state of Illinois is just, they've, they've just gone into the rabbit hole in the abyss. Uh, that, that state is, uh, <laughs> it, it's done. It's cooked. It's, it's so far gone. That uh, it's not going to come back. It's just not. And that really, for me, is a heartbreaker. Okay? So I moved from Illinois after divorce and losing my business. Starting over in Colorado. And uh, I'm not, I just want to make this perfectly clear. I am not a huge political politics fan by any means i've never really based any of my decisions in my life on the political affiliation of a state because for the record i don't have a dog in the fight here and i want people people are so polarized and so brainwashed and indoctrinated that if you're not a democrat you're an asshole if you're not a republican you're an asshole you can't be an independent. You can't be uh, 
non-affiliated. But for the record, if I'm anything, I'm a libertarian uh, with a little independent, with a little Democrat, with a little Republican. So I don't really care who's sitting where uh, in the current political environment. But be that as it may, and I've heard this and I just heard it yesterday, in fact, talking to somebody. And that was great because it was a co-worker. And he's in his 30s. I'm in my 50s. And uh, he was sharing some stories with his friends that were liberal and got kind of personal, like, well, who are you voting for? Don't you care about the country? And yada, yada, yada. Which right there is a red flag to me, because if you think people in Washington, D.C. have your best interest to make this a better country, you're just fucking delusional. All right. I'm going to say some stuff here. Okay. This is going to be about as brazen as I've ever been. If you think these people that just want to retain their power of political position for self-advancement and greed and a stronger financial net worth, you are nuts. Okay? I might be nuts. I don't care. But I have enough fortitude and insight to know that just because I'm voting for somebody, if I think they're going to make my life better, I better start going to some serious therapy. Okay? Because in the history, I shouldn't say the history, I'm reading a book by Bill O'Reilly, and I'm, I'm a fan, I'll put it that way. I'm not obsessed with the guy. I love the O'Reilly factor. I liked when he was on Fox. A little bit too arrogant for me. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, he's a journalist, and he's great at what he does, and he's writing books. And it always starts with the title, Killing. And this one's Killing the um, killing Red Cloud or uh, Killing a Native American Indian. And I'm reading it right now. And uh, I have to say it's fascinating because the detail of the history and um, the Indians attacking Fort Nim, I think. Don't test me on this, okay? Because I'm not a... If I'm not really engaged or motivated to get into something, whether it's a TV show, podcast, political party, hobby, whatever, I, I am not studying the subject, okay? But I do keep an open mind for new things to come in. And I've seen Bill O'Reilly's books forever, and I'm like, for one thing, I didn't want to touch them because they all start with killing. I think one said killing Hitler and killing, killing, killing. But I think that's just kind of like the pretext to um, destroy. It, it probably should say destroying. So I think that's where it's coming from. It's not like 
supporting killing because that I saw it and I'm like, I'm not reading a book that has killing in it. Fuck you. But this one's fascinating. And um, it goes clear back to um, Old Hickory in the West and us, us, saying us, not them, us, as white people coming in here and uh, taking over the entire continent from the East Coast, advancing to the West and the South and the North to what is known as the United States borders and just killing anything that gets in our way, including Native American Indians. And I think that's important, at least for me, to, to know where we've been and what we've done so we don't make the same mistakes. Uh, not to mention it gives you a little bit more insight because I can't, again, stress the in, the the detail, the attention to detail that Bill O'Reilly puts into this. And I was going through my Kindle, and I've taken a break from this podcast and things to look from the outside. And um, I got all these books about everything you can possibly imagine in my Kindle, from self-improvement to conspiracy to financial to spiritual to to killing red cloud and i'm like you know what i got i i want to i just want to read this for some reason because i was on a plane for three and a half hours and i usually do some reading and try to sleep on a plane but good luck with that and i uh, started reading the book and uh i before i knew it i was through the uh introduction and the first chapter, and then the second chapter, and I'm like, this is fascinating. This is fascinating. And there was one part of the book where Old Hickory was, uh, I think this was pre-president, because he was a senator, because you don't go from president to being senator, so he was senator, and then he went back home, and um, there was this gentleman that was disrespecting Old Hickory. And he didn't like that. So I'm, okay, so I'm paying attention to this story in this detail, and I'm putting it in today's world right now. Okay. So this guy was just pretty much defaming or saying some negative things about defamation of character of Old Hickory. And you didn't do that to this guy because of his reputation and tenacity. And, you know, he was, he was a man of honor and integrity and courage. And um, you just couldn't stop the guy from what he wanted to do. And I don't think it was because he was a Republican, a Democrat, a white person, a black person, a Christian, a Muslim. And you see, that, and that's today's definition of a person. Oh, you're racist. What are you talking about? This so this guy, <laughs> this guy was talking shit about old hickory. And he's like, okay, you got a problem with me? And you're too much of a coward to come to me. I'm gonna come to you. And that's exactly what he did. 
And when he finally found this guy, who started running away and then pulled out his gun, because back then it was pretty much still the Wild West, so you settled things. Instead of settling things verbally or with your fists or even outside in a draw, people still went to their firearm, which I'm, I'm not agreeing with. I'm just telling you that that was how things were done. So this guy fired a shot at Old Hickory and hit him in the shoulder. And uh, Old Hickory fired back and missed. But this was almost a lethal shot to Old Hickory and put him uh, into bed, in a, in a bed in his home. And doctors came and saw him and said, you're going to have to get your arm amp amputated. And he's like, you're not taking my arm. And, and the guy literally willed himself back to health. And that was the precursor of the story of the army coming after old hickory because of his character and who he was at the time to get him to go fight the indians because the indians just um slaughtered a bunch of people at fort nims i think which is in tennessee um not that far from nashville my history is horrible so don't, I am not a history teacher. And like I said, unless I am really, really interested, the details will not stick with me. But here's my point of this, okay? Is back in the day, if you had a problem with somebody, you either went to them or they came to you and you resolved your differences. You didn't get on the internet or Twitter or fucking whatever and go and and, and see. I'm I'm getting to a point where I I'm reserved in saying things because then I say Twitter and then of course now that's Elon Musk and then you either hate him or you lose him and it's, it's it, everything is connected to make you come to some type of. Oh, well, you're talking about Elon Musk. No, I'm talking about Twitter. And I'm talking about how people deal with shit now. Or they go after you through your wife or your daughter or fucking customer. I mean, whatever. Nobody has the courage to come up to you and say, hey, Tim. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, well, this is what I'm going to say to you. Blah, 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 blah. And then if you still can't resolve your differences like that, then you go, you know what? Let's go outside and solve this. Okay, now I don't want to sound like a badass and promote, you, you know, this type of behavior. I'm just sharing how things used to be compared to today. Again, I have to make that perfectly clear. Then let's go outside and solve this. And then if neither one of us end up in the hospital and we finally come to some type of agreement or resolution, let's go in and have a beer. I'll buy you a beer. And that's and then you probably became best friends. Now, I said this yesterday to a gentleman that's older than me. And he agreed with me 100%. Then he got into raising how to raise kids and how kids are being raised today. And that's like, you know, and sometimes I need a good ass whipping and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to go that far into this uh, because I necessarily don't agree with that being a parent 
are you raising two kids? I don't believe in beating the shit out of your kids into submission or anybody for that matter. But I do believe in discipline. Until your kid says, I want to call DCS off on DCS off on you for spanking me or taking my home my my phone away because it's mental abuse. <laughs> okay. Somebody just told me they punished their kid. This is real recently. They punished their kid because their kid did something bad to go outside and play. And then he admittedly said, and said this to his own kid, you know, when I was a kid, my punishment was not to go outside and play. See, I'm comparing, again, the way that things used to be and how they are now. Because if you send a kid to the room now, once you put a Faraday cage around there and kill all the power to the bedroom, you know what they're going to do. They're going to get on the internet. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. And if you don't think they found a way, well, I'll just take your phone. If you think that that's keeping them off the internet, you're nuts. I'm just going to say. Kids are, are pretty <laughs> creative. But I, I just bring that up because it seems at the risk of sounding like Glenn Becker said this years ago, things are turned upside down. When I was a kid, I got punished. Go to your room. Well, that fucking sucks because there's nothing, absolutely nothing to do in my room. And you can't go outside and play. Today, according to a gentleman that punished his kid for doing something, go outside and play. That's your punishment. It's like, what? And this concerns me because I, I mean, for me being around here for quite a while, 58 years, that's fucked up. And it makes me think, okay, so what else, without too much analyzation of going insane, what else is fucked up? What's backwards? What's upside down? And it's pretty much everything. And I'm going to say a few more things personally. It's 4.07. I got to get some more coffee, so good morning. You're listening to the original Red Pill Show, and I decided to do an episode. It's just going to change because... I thought, now I have to base my assumptions on election results that I'm assuming are legitimate. And that's all I'm going to say about that. And when I was watching that, I'm like, and of course, for the record, I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. But I'm watching this not because of the results uh, per se, but because of the principles, ethics, and morals that are associated and affiliated to each political party. That's how I look at it, in the direction of where the country is going. And I, I find it so hard to believe that half of this country is, is perfectly fine and content with the way it's been the past two for 8, 10, 20 years. It's either that or they're, they're not content 
but they don't want they don't want or agree with the morals and ethics in the direction that the other party wants to go in. So they vote for the one the the uh, the best of the worst two evils, I should say, which in my opinion has been the results of elections for quite a while now. So it's not voting for the best person, it's voting for the person that is lesser of the two evils, and that's not going to get us anywhere. So my um, my perspective and my intuition, like I said, I've never done anything because of politics. I've done it for morals, ethics, and what I think for me is the right direction in my beliefs, morals, and ethics, and for the survivability of myself. It's going to sound narcissistic, but no one's going to take care of me but me. Um, and no one's going to fight for me but me. Hard lesson to learn. And then, therefore, the benefit of everybody else on a macro level. Macro socio, sociological, uh, sociology level. And I've been doing that for, well, for a long time, but really more intensely, probably for the past six to eight years. And actually, well, more than that, 2008, I would have to say. So what's that? 14 years. But it's been more progressively from back in 2008, me, my family, uh, employees, customers, blah, 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 blah. Um, which, as time has gone by, those things have gone for reasons pretty much based on perception and who you believe and who you don't believe. Uh, and friends and family. So 2008 and 2009, 2010, yada, yada, yada. Till now, friends have dropped off. Families dropped off. Business has been destroyed. 27 years of a marriage, 30 years with the same woman, raising two kids, three grandkids now, two for a long time. And just recently when I was in Florida, somebody that I've known for 40 years dropped off. Okay. So it's like, I have to look and go, okay, maybe Tim, maybe you're doing something wrong. Well, I'm not doing everything right. I can tell you that. Um, but who knows? These are, like I said, the world's upside down. What you would do in the past to resolve things with a fair resolution between both parties, regardless of what they are, was the way that it was. And it was effective, and it worked. But it just seems to, to me now that's upside down. And the more you go and the more you stay honest and true to yourself and not conform and break down and be subservient to, the, to today's expectations of how you should behave appears to be a very lonely path 
And I was really hoping, I was really hoping, because I've waited for this day for a long time, two years. I mean, that's not really a long time, but in perspective, compared to an hour, that's a long time. Compared to a decade, <laughs> it's not. Um, it's all relative. But I saw, I saw these results, and I'm like, so Mr. TV, and I was watching CNN and Fox, and like, again, this isn't a political thing. I, quite honestly, I like how CNN covers elections way better than Fox. It's just, I just do. And then I had Alex Jones in the background on InfoWars, so I was kind of trying to get a lot of three different perspectives of the same thing. And of course... There was three different perspectives. But that's what I do. I want to hear everybody's perspective and then, of course, mine and others to find out what the hell's really going on. So I titled this. Well, my computer would work right. Now I don't remember what the hell I titled it, but I had Thanos in there. And... Um, for you Marvel uh, fans, the Marvel Universe, you know who Thanos, Thanos is, correct? So I'm thinking about this, and I'm like, okay, all this is going on. And ironically, Thanos wipes out half of the living things in the universe after he gets all the uh, stones to put into the glove and stamps his fingers and annihilates half of the living things in the universe. And here's the catch. Because according to him, that's going to save everybody. So killing every, killing 50% of every living organism is for their betterment in their behalf. And with a snap of a finger and getting all the infinity stones, that's what he did. And of course, the Avengers and all cast characters are trying to fight him to stop him. Because that exterminating people and half of people living things um, for the betterment of all is not moral and ethical. Or is, it, or is it? Here we go. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the Avengers are wrong and Thanos is right. I don't know. But it's still 50-50, which is really ironic because that ratio keeps popping up. A country that's divided. I got to kill 50% of living organisms and people for the for the universe to survive. And then, oh, well, you have to stop burning fossil fuels to get from here to there. So I'm going to get into this a little bit more in, in my mind, in what I'm seeing and processing. Um, because... I need to be told if I'm wrong or if I'm crazy or it's like, you know what? And here's here's my intentions to make you think. I don't want this to be a debate. Oh, you don't agree with me. We're going to go outside and resolve this. No, that's not what this is not the Wild West. And you don't pull out a firearm or your fist to fucking resolve 
an issue, although it was effective. <laughs> I will say that. Uh, but this is not, apparently, because I thought there were way more people awake and attuned to what was really going on. So that's very concerning and disappointing to me without sounding judgmental. Now, again, this is based on election results that I am assuming that are accurate and true, which is even more unbelievable because that, again, is very concerning to me after everything that we've been through since 2020. So I'm going to get another cup of coffee, get back here, and I'm going to explain why I'm saying this. So hang on a minute. All right, thank God, thank God the uh, coffee pot's right there. So, okay, so how this is how I'm going to do this. So I'm not going to try to make you think too much, but it's going to be a, like you're you're telling me, okay, you are telling me, blah 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 blah. So that that's how I'm going to phrase this. I'm not going to say, well, you should think this way, or you know, what the hell's wrong with you? And, that kind of old school resolution to solving problems never has and never will work because that's just going to throw up the fences and it's actually trying to get you into submission mentally to uh, comply. And quite honestly, that's what's being done right now. It's just kind of a reverse engineered, flipped around um, mental warfare that's intrinsic uh, on the verge of being a psychopath or a sociopath. Now, that's just my opinion, okay? Because I see through all this bullshit. Or I'm seeing things that aren't really there, which is quite possible, but I don't think so. So we have to go back in the Wayback Machine to 2020. Again, not about politics, not about anything. It's about morals, principles, and ethics. Okay. And if you're fine with this stuff, then that's that's on you. I guess I should say. I was, was going to say that's fine with me. It's not fine with me, but it doesn't mean that you're not my friend or you can't coexist. Um, I just have a little bit of problem with that because it's like we all need to coexist as the world burns. Uh, that's not not to that extreme, and it's getting to that point where the world is on fire currently. But how much of it is going to burn before we don't coexist? And that's my concern. You can take that anywhere you want because this. Resilience of 50-50 after what we've been through since 2020 just, just dumbfounds me. So you're, you're telling me that when the president or any elected official gets elected fair and square, again, we have to assume, okay, regardless of who it was, 
that all the elections are fair and square and there's no cheating or anything of that kind. Okay, we have to go on that because it's going to go into, well, the elections are rigged and the machines are rigged and this and that and whatever. We have to go on the assumption that what we're being told, mental warfare, com comply, submission, there's nothing wrong with our voting system, you're all full of shit, shut up. But they don't say that, but that's, that's, that's what they're doing. So you need to trust us. Remember, Ronald Reagan said, the worst thing anybody from the government can say is, hello, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Okay? Ronald Reagan said that. Look it up. So you need to tell me, so I can absorb this. That an elected official, especially in a presidential election, Who's an outsider comes in, wins an election, fair and square, and right away for his whole term tries to get impeached because it's Russian collusion. So you're, you're telling me that's okay? Hmm. I don't think so. And then you're telling me this is based on morals, ethics, and rule of law, nothing more. That when the same person enforces immigration laws, and it's his or her duty as the President of the United States to protect the borders, and does that, then he's a racist. So, that, so that's what you're telling me, right? So if a cop pulls over a color person and gives them a speeding ticket because they're doing 100 in a 50 mile an hour zone, the cops are racist, right? Right? That's what you're telling me, right? Huh. Okay. It doesn't have anything to do with breaking the law. No, he's racist. Okay. This person, president, listens to all the quote-unquote experts and quote-unquote science, and they say we need a vaccination and we need to lock everything down, and he does that and destroys the economy, which is going great. Because that's what he was advised to do and did Operation Lightspeed and came out with the vaccinations because that's what he was told to do uh, based on experts that he listened to. And um, somehow he handled COVID 19 wrong, coronavirus wrong, and stopped flights. From coming in, wanted to, and then all he was called as racist again. Um, that's what you're telling me. And then, I mean, there's just so many things that has 
that up to 2022 for this election. So you're telling me that locking things down, writing um, executive orders, either on the state level or by the president, and bypassing Congress is... That's okay. That that's okay. Just totally bypassing our Republican Democratic process to get done what they want to do. You're telling me that's okay. Hmm. And you're also telling me after damn near a century or thereabouts, there's my history that's not good. After the revolution, industrial revolution. just doesn't even matter because the money isn't the issue anymore because they made it on the backs of people like you and me working for them. And then decide, well, that's still not enough. So they take your job away and ship it overseas. So now, so now I'm a racist, right? Because, well, how do you You don't want to make third world countries better and blah, 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 blah. Of course they do. But you don't do it by sending your job over to them. And coincidentally, they're going to make a tenth of what you're making, but they're still going to charge the same price for the fucking car. You're telling me that's okay. So these same people, these elites and, and oligarchs that got more money than God and more power than you can possibly imagine, and you know, they don't influence our elected servants uh, through lobbyists and things like that. No, no, that's, that doesn't happen. But you're telling me now that these people got more money than God and what we have been told to do, buy your car, you've been told more than that, go to school, get a degree, get married, have a family, buy a house, Invest in your retirement. I just talked to somebody a few weeks ago that did this exactly this, and the corporation went bankrupt. And guess what? You don't have a fucking retirement. Okay, but anyway, do all this, save for retirement, retire, work at the same place for fifty years, forty years, whatever, and everything will be just fine. So those same people that were telling you that, and I'm not saying that that didn't work, it did. It probably worked up until maybe 1980. Just my that model did work. It doesn't work. It may never have. It's not working in my experience. Um, and there's others too. But regardless of that, these people that revolutionized manufacturing, transportation, blah, 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 blah. And while they were doing it, were making more money than God, for profits, and then putting you out of work because they're like, oh, we got to cut costs, so you know, let's just find somebody to do this for a dollar instead of a union worker that's making $40, $50 in Detroit. And they did that, and we let it happen. 
because we trust our elected servants. Of course they have our best interests. So now we get to today. How dare you burn fossil fuels and drive your SUV and ride in an airplane and turn your heat on and run your air conditioning. What the fuck is wrong with you? You're a bad, 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 bad person. We need to save the planet. Oh, really? The one that you drilled into and sucked all the shit out of? <coughs> so you could make a gazillion bajillion dollars as an energy source, and now that's not okay? Because it's fucking up the planet? You didn't see that when all this smoke and all these emissions were being dumped into the atmosphere from automobiles and airplanes and mechanical equipment to build more shit, to build more houses, so we got more richer? And now it's not okay because you made your bajillion, gazillion dollars and it's my fucking fault? You're telling me that's okay. And I'm going back to the lockdowns. You're telling me that's okay. Well, don't worry about reading protect the American people like 9-11. That's okay, too, right? You can take your Fourth Amendment away, and you're all fucking terrorists now, and you're guilty until you're proven innocent. Because we don't protect, we're not protected by our elected servants with national security. That's on them. Who got fired? Nobody. Oh, we're just going to create more like Homeland Security and our TSA, and we're just going to build up more shit for people that can't do their fucking job in disrespect. Because we need to protect the American citizens. We should have been doing that in the first place. But you didn't. So there's no accountability. Nobody got fired. Nobody went to prison. And the whole banking bailout thing. I mean, I could go on and on and on and on. But you're telling me that the lockdowns are okay. So you're okay with that again. Based on what it seems. I don't watch them all. That was okay with you. To lock you down. Make you wear a mask that was not effective. Vaccinations, which are debatable, don't do a fucking thing, and debatable from medical people is actually causing heart problems, myocarditis, things of that nature. I don't want to get into that, but you're telling me that's okay. You're telling me that if we have another pandemic, regardless of what it is, and these same leaders in each state, not to mention the federal government, locked everything down. So people couldn't make the mortgage, couldn't make the car payment, couldn't make anything but essentials. Here we go with the essentials. Oh, you're not essential. Oh, really? Your job's not essential. Don't tell my fucking family that. Tell the bank that. Tell my, tell my landlord uh, that. Because, well, according to the government, I'm not essential, so you know, I don't need to pay my fucking mortgage. See how that works out for us. It's the 2008 meltdown all over again. So you're telling me that that's okay? That if we have another pandemic, because I don't think anything's been done to fix it. It's been all reactive management. There's been no proactivity or anything of the kind. It's all been reactive. But... They think they made the right decision by locking everything down, which in my opinion, based on me, and I've had COVID-19, which sucked. Um, damn near killed me, actually. 
Um, just letting natural immunity with a mortality rate of less than 2 or 1%. Um, the answer is lock everybody down. And this time, you're getting a shot. Whether you like it or not. That's okay with you. Hmm. Okay. And it's okay if you can't make your bills that the government sends you a check to pay for your bills. You're telling me that's okay. telling me that it's okay in the education system that kids, and I'm going to say to find kids up to the age of 13, because in my opinion, and this is how I would, I mean, I had sex education in sixth grade, but it was just like so ridiculous. Actually, it was high school, actually. You know, by that time, you know all that stuff, because your friends I had a friend tell me once, she's like, do you know how babies are made? I must have been, I don't know, 10, 11 years old. She's whispering to me, and I go, no. She goes, oh, well, a boy sticks his penis in a woman's bubble. <laughs> okay. Uh, misinformation. Fact check that one. No, that's not how it works. But by the time I got to the point of this is by the time I got to sex education and how procreation happened. I already knew the story. <laughs> so it's really gonna have to tell me. And that was in high school. My sophomore year of high school, tenth grade. So what was I? Fifteen, sixteen maybe? I don't know. So you're telling me that it's okay that your kid from kindergarten and on, when they don't even know anything, then there's a boy and there's a girl, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I guess that's even a fucking problem. But let's just say this. There's a boy and there's a girl. And yeah, you know, Tommy looks cute from the girl's perspective. That's as far as it goes. There's no physical attraction for creation. And a boy sees a girl, and she's pretty, you know, isn't that? That's about it. So the innocence is there until you become girl or boy crazy, which for me was um, seventh grade, 12, 15 years old. I didn't give a flying shit about sex and sticking this there and putting that there in fucking whatever. Because I just saw the beauty in a girl, and she was pretty. So you're telling me that as soon as it's in kindergarten, you got to barrage these kids with everybody's, which I respect, okay, the different preferences and choices that a person has, regardless of gender, and their urges, those are available and they're out there. Whether it's a man and a man and a woman or a woman or this or that or I am a man but I but I'm really a woman and, and, and all this stuff you think that's okay that's okay with you that your kids are barraged with this crap 
when they're at the most innocent time of their life. And all they really should be learning is how to read, write, and spell. You're telling me that's okay, is it? Like, they don't have enough fucking shit to deal with. Okay. And then you're telling me that we can drill, supply our own oil, and energy for that matter, and be totally self-dependent and reliant on us. Which our economy is based on. But no, we need to shut it down to save the fucking planet. But don't worry about China and everybody else because they can do that because they don't have any EPAs. And they don't have a bunch of assholes putting fucking guilt trips on them for doing what we're supposed to be doing for the past hundred years. You're okay with that, right? Okay. You're okay that shit has gone up. I don't care who's using what. Inflation. Now that this is not just this administration's problem. Again, okay. Again, I'm asking you. This is okay with you. This goes clear back to when they got when they created the Federal Reserve, and then Nixon severed the gold standard in inflation because gold was our um, backing of our currency, and the founding fathers knew that and made it extremely clear that that's the way it's supposed to be. Okay, so this goes clear back to 1913 or 1911, I think it's 1913, when the Federal Reserve was ran through in the middle of the night with nobody there except the people that wanted it done, which were the fucking bankers. Read the book, The Creature from the Chocolate. So, so let me just say that first, okay? But you're okay that shit's going through the roof and it's getting more expensive and uh, supposedly $10 billion could solve world hunger, but it's okay to send it to Ukraine, which is one of the most corrupt countries in the fucking world. Forget about Putin and Russia. You're okay with that. Because it's not going to change. The, we, we passed the Inflation Reduction Act because we need to fix this, so we're going to spend more money. Are you fucking kidding me? That's the definition of inflation. Too much money in the supply. But see, with the gold standard, you could only print the amount of money that you had in gold reserves. But they would have somehow manipulated that shit, too. And I think they tried. Oh, just keep your keep your gold here at Fort Knox. Keep it here. It'll be perfectly safe. Until they came knocking on the window uh, when Nixon was president and wanted the gold. And, and Nixon severed the uh, gold connection to the dollar and told him to fuck off. Because apparently he didn't have it. But you're okay with that. Okay. According to Fox News, and I'm assuming these are networks, but whatever, because that's where I saw this, that the number one concern for people, Americans, is the economy. Gee, I never heard that before. Number one concern is the economy. But happy is don't think 
that, apparently, because things are just fine. You don't mind rent going up to $2,000 a month, and your grocery bill at least doubling, and gas prices going up 60-something percent, uh, and everything else that you're buying going up. Well, that was because of the coronavirus in the supply chain. Okay, um, whatever. Okay, if you want to rationalize it, that's fine. But it, it goes to the same source. And I still say that's okay with you. For half of these guys. Hmm. Okay. Then the second most important issue was abortion. Now, this is, this is going to go a place. I'm just going to say it as a single guy. And probably after I say this, like, well, yeah, now I know why you're single, because you're an asshole. Asshole. Perhaps. I'm not perfect. But I, I don't make my decisions. <clears throat> I'm not a politician. I'm not making my decisions and my opinions to make you happy, to like me, to vote for me. Okay? But y'all still don't get that, apparently, or half of it. They're going to tell you what you want to hear. How much do you want to bet? Within a week, gas prices go up over four dollars in Colorado. I don't know where it is. I think it's seven. Yeah, and Newsom got reelected. <laughs> Three states that are fucked. Okay, California, Illinois, and New York, because they reelected her too. Oh, and Michigan, they reelected her as governor. So. You guys are screwed. Anyway, but that's okay with me. But the second most important issue was abortion. Now, I could look up the definition of abortion, okay? Whether it's Wikipedia, the dictionary, this, that, whatever. I would be shocked to see that it has anything to do with a woman's health. A process that can or cannot be uh, used voluntarily to keep a woman healthy based on health concerns. I, I don't really think it's in there. If it is, I'm wrong. But there's no debating that childbirth and pregnancy is a risk to a mother. I, and if you want to put it into that context, I can do that with me and my life and my job. Well, what do you mean I got to go out and climb ladders and be high on roofs and, you know, pull things heavy on the roof and be exposed to toxic chemicals that can kill me? Um, no, I'm not doing that. That That is a matter of my health. I mean, really? Isn't it a little extreme? I think it's a lot of extreme, but I'm just saying, hey, you want to use that in abortion for your right to health, to being healthy? I can do the same. What about jumping in my car? You want me? There's a bunch of assholes out there, especially in Colorado and Florida and Illinois, too, on the interstates that think it's a fucking racetrack. I've seen cars lit on fire, split in half, turned upside down on Interstate 4 in Florida. It's a fucking death trap. Watch um, Ready Player One. And in the first 15 minutes, you'll see the race. That's fucking Florida. So you're telling me 
that, well, you need, you need to, uh, to be a protective, uh, unless it's non-essential, uh, you need to be a productive member of society and be responsible and be a good slave to make me some money because in another hundred years, what you're doing now, I'm going to tell you it's bad for the environment, so you can't do that anymore and take your job and ship it to China or Indonesia or Vietnam or whatever third world country that you don't piss off. That's where your job's going and you're just going to not work. But anyway, yeah, you need to get in that vehicle at the risk of everything else, which is a risk to your health. Because some asshole might cut you off or someone into you and kill you. Uh, no, I'm not going to do that because I want to maintain my health and it's my right. That's what you're telling me. I think another topic was, was immigration. And then I think, I don't know, racism is up there too. Which I don't agree with. I mean, all I'm going to say is this. When, when President Obama got elected, and I was living in Illinois, I swear to God, this is true. I emailed him because I said... Would you consider putting in a bill or proposal to make Nikola Tesla's birthday a holiday? Fellow. And he responded. And he's like, oh, you know, and kind of like jokingly, he's like, you know, he was eccentric and he was this and was that, whatever. And in my closing little summarization, in my email to him, I said, and you should think about running for president. And he scoffed at that. And when he became president, I was like, thank God a black person has the most powerful position in the fucking world, and he's going to make a difference. And in my opinion, for the most part, he didn't. That's all I'm going to say. He did make health care, ironically speaking of that, uh, pretty much triple. The cost of it. And on and on and on and on. I don't want to get But I don't think racism really reared its ugly head, whether it was intrinsic or not at the time, or latent. Um, it may have came to the surface, but when it's blamed in your name called for all of the problems, including your own, because uh, you're the only one that can fix them. Um, is wrong. I don't think racism is, is... Well, I shouldn't say that because I think it's flipped. I think racism was declining. I think it was pretty much at an all-time low, or let's say intrinsic, hidden. But then when it was weaponized, then I'll help it. If you don't agree with somebody and they're not your perfect matched demographics, you're racist. <laughs> Is racism a problem? Absolutely. Is it wrong? Absolutely. But when it's weaponized, that's really wrong. So, hang on a second.
So I have to take a bathroom break there and uh, should have played something, sorry. Um, I got another cup of coffee. So I'm going to say this about racism and, and slash uh, discrimination because I think it's the same. Um, it's the same gun. It's just different bullets or separate bullets. So I'm going to recognize it. And I'm going to say this. So being a former business owner, being exposed to people of all colors and everything else, and genders, which are two. I probably won't have that one, but let's just say there's two. Oh, that's racist. <laughs> well, let's see. You have a penis or a vagina. So, I mean, you know, uh, a dog has a penis, and another dog has a vagina, and it's male, female, sorry. I guess that's not me. I don't want to get into that. What you're born with, but I guess not nowadays either. See how crazy this goes, anyway. That's what I'm gonna say. Women and people of color, but women, just let me stick on this, okay? I've dealt with women, very powerful women. I know very powerful women, very intelligent, powerful women. I think it is horrible. That a woman in the same power position title of what a man has, and they are paid less for that same job, same title, same responsibilities, they are paid less than a man. That is absolutely unacceptable. But we let it happen, so I guess you're telling me that that's okay with you. Now, here's what I'm going to say about people of color, okay? Not too long ago, I had a conversation, an approach to become a facilities manager because the position was open, and was talking unofficially off the record, and I was asked if I had a person of color in front of me to hire compared to a person that was non white, I guess. I don't know. This is ridiculous. Because I don't even think this way. So if I had a white person and a person of color, I was asked would I hire the person of color under some type of justice, social justice, equalization, you know, giving opportunity to a person of color over giving a job based on their qualifications and experience and education and whatever, certifications, this and that. That I was asked that I hired a person of color. And I would go, no, not based on their color. I was called a racist. Which, I didn't let it show, but that really hurt. That really hurt. I had hired, and people have advanced, some into their own businesses, and we'll get into that, um, that were not white. I have always hired a person based on qualifications and experience and the best person for the job. When I was going to school for management school in my human resources class, I had a gentleman that was black from Jamaica. 
teaching the class. And of course, you know, where, where you stand on something depends on where you sit. And I, I respect the idea of that. So, do I think people of color have been fucked in the history of our planet, let alone our country? Absolutely. I just brought it up in the beginning of the podcast that we came here and slaughtered people so we could take over what is known as the United States of America. That's wrong. That's nothing to be proud of. We should have been able to coexist with these people. And to this day, we still must because we just put them on reservations and kept them drunk and uh, kind of like people in the projects uh, that think they have a future. And as long as they keep popping out kids and don't have the same daddy, which means a family structure, we're going to get a check. We're doing the same thing to Native American Indians. That's oppression. That's control. That's being subservient. That's wrong. You should give people the opportunity to get out of that shithole in that situation and give them the tools, not money, because everybody thinks it's money. It's not money. It's the tools. And what it is, it's this. It's the mindset. It's the education. It's listening. It's being deprogrammed. It's being unindoctrinated. It's for you being a critical thinker, thinking for yourself. I don't give a flying fuck what color you are or where you came from. Because, I'm going to get into a little bit of what I would call spirituality, some would call it religion. The devil is at work. The negative energy is at work. I'll just do this and everything will be just fine. You know who did that? Fucking Hitler. It didn't work out too good. I don't care who you are. Your future, your current life position is up to you. If you think for any reason whatsoever that you're going to get help from the government because they give two flying fucks about you, you are sad and mistaken. It is to buy you. You are for sales. I have never filed or received an unemployment check, stimulus check, anything of the kind. Because you know why? Because you're buying me. I am not for sales. Those are challenges in life that are unexpected and quite honestly, it's not your fault. You didn't create and release the coronavirus, did you? I didn't. you got to deal with it. And then all the costs, like me moving from Colorado because of COVID to Florida because of COVID, and then staying in Florida until they treat everybody in my industry like a, a fucking slave, which is a whole different podcast, which I will bring up down the road, that this industry is going to hell because it's being infiltrated by corporate assholes, that eventually... There's going to be some fat-ass CEO sitting on fucking desk that has no idea 
what a set of gauges does for a piece of refrigeration equipment. And their stock and their, their balance sheet is going to look wonderful. They're going to pay some asshole with an MBA that doesn't jack shit about this industry because they're underpaying and oppressing their technical, highly skilled technicians so they can fucking make money. Good old capitalism at its best. And I, for one, am not going to sit here and let it happen at least to me. I should be making 50, 60 bucks an hour, but the pain is 40, so what's wrong with that? Yeah, yeah, as a time you're back in your labor and, and your technical ability. So some other asshole is sitting in a chair telling you what to do. That doesn't know a goddamn thing. Sorry, what do you do? You start your own business. You charge 100, 150 bucks an hour, and you pay yourself 100 and then when your guys work for you and they get to the same skill level like I did, you can pay them half of your labor rate. So if you're charging more than 50, your guys can do it very easily, sustainably. I've done it. I've got the records and the bookkeeping for it. 75 bucks an hour. I'll take that job. But no, you see all these assholes and elites and made the money in oil and everything else. Oh, well, look at the HVACR industry. Look at the profit margins. Oh, man, we could make a gazillion dollars. And they come in there and they buy up mom-and-pop places or they infiltrate states, like especially the southeast, and uh, they oppress and treat their fucking employees like slaves, in my experience. And... Alexa's transition. Alexa, stop. Hang on. So anyway, so that's another thing. So you're telling me that's okay. Happy is. Okay. So anyway, it's 5 o'clock. I don't know how long I've been doing this. I'll go into the chat room here in a second because I can't. It's a whole different dimension and distraction, to be perfectly honest. Although I appreciate it, but I, I can't look at the chat room and stay focused on what I'm saying. Because, number one, it's not written down with no script. This is all ad lib. Okay? And then my thinking process and my... Um, what comes to me... Won't come to me if I'm distracted by focused on the conversation, i.e. the challenge. So... So there you go. Um, am I going to solve the world problems? Absolutely not. Uh, but I am going to make the world better, like you can do, by working on yourselves. But it is so disappointing to me that, according to election results, half of the country thinks it's perfectly fine the way that things have been for the past two years, let alone the past six years. And then, this has been progressive. This has been the boiling frog. And for those
those who don't know that analogy, is you take a frog and put it in a pot of water at room temperature, and you slowly put it up a degree at a time, and the frog acclimates to the temperature change. Well, by the time it gets to 180, 190, 212 degrees boiling, the frog's cooked, and it doesn't even know what happened to it. That's what's happening. And I think we're about at... 140, where it's starting to get like, man, it's getting fucking hot in here. But I don't know why, everything's fine. We're just at the process of starting to get pretty cut. And I really thought that people would leave their political association and their name calling and their shallow thinking. And not looking into this, this critical thinking and just listen to these people that are telling everybody else that don't agree with them that they're a domestic terrorist, a racist, and a fucking asshole. Because it's not true. The one thing that's common about all of us is this. The Constitution and the Rights. Because in the end, that's all that's going to matter. Until we're unified with that, and that's the only thing that we have given to us by our founding fathers, for us peasants, which was created by the Magna Carta, way back from 14 or 1600, uh, like I said, my history sucks. And Benjamin Franklin said, I gave, we gave you a republic for as long as you can keep it. And if you can't sit back and look at that, our rights have been eroded. Then you're delusional. Well, yeah, but it's for the protection and security of everybody. That's a bunch of crap. If we told our elected servants that they have to follow the same rules and laws that they apply and put on to us, they tell us to fuck off. I mean, quite honestly, that's exactly what they're doing. But they're flipping it and doing it in supposedly acts of kindness and concern because they care about you. Really? I want to know who's paying for my costs to me still being a responsible adult by going to places that I can work. Because I, I came back to Colorado, which is definitely a blue state. Because I love Colorado. It's where I want to live. But in order to get back here, it costs me quite a bit of money. Because of a pandemic that was handled wrong and locked everybody down for your benefit, because there's a 1% chance you might die. And that cost me money. Well, anytime I cost somebody else money, um, they have compensatory reasons uh, to come after me to, for them to get reimbursed. How come I'm not getting reimbursed? Not to mention now inflation. How come things are costing more money? Because the government printed a shitload of fucking money and there's too much money out there and not to mention the way they handled COVID-19 and the lockdowns and pissed off China and everybody else. Um, 
because of supply chain issues, which was a huge, I never thought 30 years ago, when I started seeing this shutdown, probably longer than that, Roger by Michael Moore, okay, not a fan, regardless, that movie <laughs> was pretty damn accurate, where GM was shutting down plants and shipping them to other countries for cheaper labor. And when they did that, they destroyed Flint, Michigan, Detroit. Detroit's a shithole. Chicago's a shithole. Gary, Indiana's a shithole. With all the steel mills getting shut down. Because Rockford, Illinois, the most successful, busy, productive, industrial city on the planet at the time. So much so that the Soviets in the Cold War were spying on Rockford to see exactly what the hell they were making. Destroyed. Because greedy corporations wanted more fucking money. And this is the result. And I saw that coming. I mean, I don't know how you can't. And then my question is this. If you unemploy somebody that's making 30, 40, 50 bucks an hour to buy your fucking car that they're building, just think small, small towns. And small towns are building up. Okay, you're a carpenter, you're going to build housing and bars and, and fucking whatever. And you're an electrician, you're going to wire them all. And you're a plumber, you're going to do this, and so on and so on. They didn't go, well, you know, we, uh, we need to keep costs down, so we're going to bring people in from uh, Mexico. I'm, I'm racist. Mexico or Canada or whatever. Uh, because we're going to save on labor. Okay, so the guy that's supposed to have that job to build your own fucking town and become prosperous and self-supporting and, and being a productive member of the community is sitting on his fucking ass uh, trying to do some job, but you don't give it to him because some other asshole is cheaper. You're, you're a fucking prick. I'm just going to tell you right now. You're an asshole. Now, oh, look at all the money we made building the town, but we outsourced all of the, all the workers, uh, and now we're a productive, not productive, we're a thriving, profitable community because our balance sheet looks great. But then when it's time to employ people, uh, well, they say, go fuck yourself, or they move because you put them out of the fucking job. Now you're stuck, and you, you wonder why your fucking town and city is a shivel. This is happening in my industry right now. And I'm telling you, you're, dry, you're going to drive people out. You're going to drive people out. You are going to destroy this industry, and you are right now. Because of the same exact reasons. But I never thought in many years, 30 years ago, that what happened in 2020 with COVID and things were locked down. I mean, hell, we're going to save more money uh, outsourcing all these jobs and let China produce everything and yada, 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 and everybody else, um, which, may I point out, is a communist country. I don't think we would have done that with Hitler and the Nazis, but fuck, what do I know? Uh, I don't think we ever would have done that. Here's the morals and ethics again. But again, you're telling me you're happy is that's okay. That's fine with you. Okay, so let's just let's just say this, okay? Really way out there, literally. 
Well, you know, there's a base on the moon, and they're trying to get going and thriving, and, you know, they're alienated and they need help. So why don't we just ship our... Why don't we just make... We'll ship raw materials to the moon. This is absolutely ridiculous. We'll ship them so they can build stuff because it's cheaper because they're all class and they're starting out. So let's just help them. We'll put people out of work here. And then the rockets and the transportation will have China make uh, and everything else. And we'll bring the stuff back. It'll be a finished product. The people on the moon, the moon nights, let's call them that, uh, they're going to prosper and bring up their livelihood and standard of living and have an economy while we sacrifice ours. And then down the road, we're going to piss off China. So then we don't have the space vehicles and transport systems, uh, not to mention technology and innovation. We're not even going to that. To go get those people because now we're stranded and uh, we can't ship raw materials and the finished product back here so people can buy it so we can make a gazillion fucking dollars in profit from oppressing everybody. Uh, and now we just pissed off China, so we can't do that. Not to mention we can't get their fucking ass off the moon and get them back here because they're going to die. Ridiculous? Absolutely. Plausible? Absolutely. I never, ever envisioned or thought in a million years that we would be where we are today because we outsourced all of our stuff to different countries when we have more than the talent, money, capability, profitability of employing Americans to build their own cities and towns. But you got all these people with MBAs and this and that and everything else. It's globalization. And it's just sort of the new world order. Well, no, it's got to be one big happy fucking planet so we can dominate all their asses. And that's what it is. And according to happy you, probably all that's okay. So I'm going to say this one thing on abortion. That, oh, I killed two pots of coffee. <laughs> I'm going to say this about abortion. So here's my thing. Okay. Of course I'm not a woman. I've been around women. I've had two kids. There you go. I know it doesn't count. First of all, men are assholes. Okay? Because they're going to do anything and say anything, especially the younger they are. And sometimes age doesn't even matter. But they're going to try to get you in bed, and then you get pregnant, and you're like, well, I didn't want this. And the guy disappears and tells you to fuck yourself. Uh, and they got what they wanted. So now you end up pregnant, and it's not your time to have the baby. You know? Bottled tequila, bottled wine, this and that. You know, whatever. Time to play hygiene. And you're pregnant, and the guy takes off. I get that. I, I get that more than you'll ever know. I get because I put me in that position. I'm like, hey, you're a fucking prick. And then you wonder why women are kind of scorned or very, very reserved in their defenses well because, oh yeah, you seem like a wonderful guy, this and that, and everything else. You found Prince Charming and you're a perfect guy until you get pregnant. I get it. So, I can't have a kid. I have a career. And that's what you're told. By whomever, especially the music industry. I know that for a fact. Well, if you're going to have kids or have more kids or be a mom, then your career is over. Okay. So 
so it's time to get rid of the kid. And you can call it what you want. I don't know. It's, a, it's not a kid. It's not a kid. Oh, fucking whatever. Okay. A tree's a fucking tree. Whether it's just coming out of the ground or it's a sequoia or a fucking redwood. It's a fucking tree. Okay? So it's, it doesn't matter the size. If it's in the ground, out of the ground, it's a fucking tree. Okay? It's a kid. I don't care what you call it. You can rationalize it. That's your, that's your choice. But I get that. I get that. Okay, so I am pro-life and pro-choice. Because that's unbelievable. And in the end, you're going to have to deal with the universe and or God based on your decisions for sacrificing a human life. Okay? Now, before you get too pissed at me, this happened between me and my girlfriend at the time who became my wife. Uh, she was in an accident and had to get x-rays. And they didn't put a white shield on her abdomen, and they told us, um, you might want to know that uh, she was pregnant, and um, the baby has been exposed. This is what they said. The baby's been exposed. And I don't think she was that far into the term, but regardless, baby's a baby. I don't give a fuck if it's conception or nine months later, and it comes out. Baby's a baby. It's a baby. And they said this. They said the baby has probably been extremely damaged or harmed by the x-rays, and we strongly recommend reporting. I think I was 20, approximately. She was still in high school. So yeah, I was 20, maybe 20. And we both talked about it, and we were destroyed. And what we're like, well, this is my advice. This makes sense, and we aborted the baby. Which I'm going to have to live with. Um, when I meet my creator or somebody that is going to judge me. And I accept that. That was for medical reasons. Period. That's what the doctors said. All of them. So if one decides to abort... Or sacrifice, and I say sacrifice because I read the book The Harbinger, and I encourage you to read it. And it's essentially this guy talking to this rabbi. It's a great book, but this floors me. That how fucked up the world is, and a rabbi saying this and saying this, and try to guide him and tell this guy, you know, to help him come his way. And everything's all fucked up, and they both agree. And the guy says to the rabbi, well, thank God we haven't crossed the line into civilizations that are failing and going to hell and are going to end up being destroyed by their own actions, uh, which usually at the end includes human sacrifice. And the rabbi looked at him and said, true. But then he said, okay, then what would you call abortion? And I'm like, holy shit. And that sense chills down my spine. And I'm like, oh my God. Now, if it's for medical reasons, first of all, I just think it's wrong. But we have the medical technology to do it safely. If there's a really good fucking reason to abort a kid. 
And I don't want to hear, oh, well, you know, so you'd rather have the kid raised in the family and then they can't take care of it, this and that. I want to tell you something, man. I have seen women have kids that have been really fucked up. And you know what? Their kid improved and straightened out their life. Okay? And I will say this, based on what I've seen and what I've experienced, and it has happened to me, my kids empowered me and my wife at the time. Changed my life. So when you're told, oh, well, if you have a baby, especially a single mother, oh my God, um, how are you going to live that one down? Uh, you're not going to be a successful person. Is a bunch of fucking shit. There are plenty of women that have had a kid and are more successful than the wildest dreams. And then there are some that are still struggling and they will struggle. But again, that's on you. Whether you got a kid or not, that's still on you. So what's your excuse if you're a single female and a woman and you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, whatever, and uh, you're still a fucking loser? It can't be because you had a kid because you got rid of it. Right? It is your choice and within your power to be who the fuck you want to be. You've got to quit blaming people. Oh, you're not doing that because I'm a woman or because I'm black or I'm purple or I'm pink. You know? No. If that is what is happening to you, which is probably true, do something about it. But don't sit there and fight a battle you can't win. I look at it this way. Whenever I'm getting resistance or running into people that do that to me, you're just telling me what not to do. Which, there's no better book than Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill that explains this. Because it's called a hypnotic room. And you're just going to be around the same people, doing the same shit, sleeping with the same people, the same job, and 30 years are going to go by, and you're like, my life fucking sucks. You know why? Because you didn't do anything to change it. And I had a baby, and I'm stuck with a daughter, and you know, it's all her fault, or it's all my son's fault. Because I didn't listen to people, and I didn't work the kid, and I'm just still fucking uh, in a shitty life. Well, you're in a shitty life because of you. Period. Not because of people oppressing you, not because you're black, not because you're a woman, not because you had a kid, not because you're that. You are where you are at because of you, period. I don't want to hear it. Because I did something about it. I could tell you my story, which someday I will, uh, probably not a book, but you won't believe it. But I don't care. Because the only reason I would like to work is to motivate you. Because you can do whatever you want when you put your mind to it. But it's got to be for the right reasons. If you're going to do it for money, then you're going to die by money. If you're going to do it for power, you're going to die by power. You're, you're supposed to do it for you to make your life better, to reach your unlimited potential, and share it with the people that you want to share it with. But I caution you on that because I picked the wrong people. And it was my demise. That was my demise. But if you want to use abortion, 
other than for medical risks that are 100% like, if you have this kid, it's going to be fucked up. <laughs> because we killed it for you with an x-ray machine. Okay. But if you're going to abort a kid and call it women's health because it's going to jeopardize your career, that's on you. That's on you. But I, I was surprised, I was shocked actually to see this. Number one, not this one, number one, the economy is the one thing. Which, you got to think why we're in this place, in this position. And it all started with, with the lockdown. But happy is, that's what you're telling me, right? It's okay with you. That's okay that that happened. Couldn't see grandma or grandpa, and they died in an old folks' home because they wouldn't let you in there. Or you couldn't even go visit them on the holidays. But for some reason, we all fucking forget about that. And then you didn't have a check coming in, or your hours were cut. And that's okay with you. That's what you're telling me. That's perfectly fine. That's acceptable. Hmm. It's acceptable. The econ- that's why the economy is fucked up. And then inflation, trying to put your way out of the problem, giving money to corrupt countries that act like they're being overtaken by a maniacal uh, madman. Uh, and he's actually being threatened with nuclear weapons and uh, having um, military right outside his border. But whatever. I mean, I'm not justifying anything or saying anything. I'm just saying it. That's the situation. That's okay with you guys. It's okay to leave $80 billion of military equipment in Afghanistan, but if you don't pay your fucking taxes and owe $100 to the government, you are going to be severely punished. Hmm, that's okay with you. To leave all those people stranded and people died. American citizens in Afghanistan because we couldn't get them out, and we fucking tried. All due man respect to the military and everybody involved in that. You have no, my son is in the military, so you have no idea. And one of my biggest regrets is not going into the military for two years, because at the time I could do that. That's not about, it's not about the military. But it's okay to let people lose their lives. You can't get them. You leave $80 billion of military equipment there. Oh, no, that's the way it goes. But you better pay your fucking taxes and you lose 100 bucks. If you don't pay, you're going to jail. That's okay. You people are saying that's okay with you. Hmm. So I don't know. I, I really um, am extremely disappointed. Thanos has one of them. Because half of his think it's okay that with a snap of a finger, for everybody's betterment, fucked up. It's okay to snap your fingers and kill half of all living organisms to save everybody else. And they don't even know what happened. Because Thanos saves the universe by killing kids of living things. And they won't even know it. And also knows that they'll be grateful, there'll be plenty of food, Just 
So happy you're telling me that that's okay. That's how I see it. That's not okay. All right, so I'm going to, uh, my essential job now, so I'm going to have to um, be responsible and risk my life and my health, um, let alone stand in the bathtub, and uh, drive on crazy interstates and this and that, so I think that's a health issue, and you just want to do it and see how that works out for me. But I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to jump in the chair with you. I'm going to say this. I have come from a pretty fucked up childhood. Pretty fucked up teenagers. Pretty fucked up adult life. Young adult. And I decided to change my life for the better. And the people that I chose to be in my life at the time, so I thought, wanted the same thing. Busted my ass, I raised a family, I worked, and I worked. I worked so hard at the age of 27. This isn't boo-hoo or tough shit. I worked myself into pneumonia at the age of 27, and I was in the hospital for 10 fucking days, and I came to die. Because I was working 12, 14 hours a day, I was working out in the morning. I got sick. I backed off. I, I rested. I was getting better, so I thought I was good. And then... I ended up in the hospital because I just worked myself to exhaustion. Ten days. Damn near died. Really severe pneumonia. Ten days of intense antibiotics. Okay? So anyway, I got out of that. And then I uh, worked for my dad, and that was just a fucking horrible experience. Uh, at the age of 33, I decided to, I decided to start my own company. Because I was tired of getting fucked and getting a pussy back and passed out. And I knew I wasn't taking over the company like I was told. His, his partners, uh, my dad's partner's family, uh, had different plans and unbeknownst to me. And, um, and it's not like I didn't want to share it. I didn't just want to be on the owner. But the legacy and the plan of my dad's partner uh, and his family was for them to take over the company, which they're still doing it to this day. Uh, and that's all I'm saying. So I started my own business in 33, very successful for 20 years. Let the wrong people in, 
um, hired family members, uh, infiltrated and came in to destroy me. And they did. And then, in fact, a family member asked my wife after we did the post if he was going to go to school. And uh, she said no. And I told her so. So, but what I'm getting at is this. I never did any of that. I made more money than I ever possibly could have made. I went for, uh, the most I've ever made for working for someone is $72,000 a year. Being a W2 major. Combined income with my wife, business partner at the time, and being taxed on the profit of the company because it was in the sports. My taxes, I was paying taxes on $350,000 a year. People that I helped in advance and gave opportunity um, are the same ones that destroyed me because I trusted them. Here I sit in one bedroom apartment. I'll be lucky if I make, I'll probably make $80,000 a short. I never did it for the money. I never did it for control. I never did it for power. I did it because I knew I could do it and I wanted to make a difference in people's lives and their families so they spend time with their families. Because this industry that I'm in is pretty much like a doctor. You work and then your family and your personal life is second. I change that. My point is this. I did everything for the benefit and betterment of everybody. It was amazing. Unfortunately, they wanted more, and they took it. And still to this day, the people that were used against me by associates of that, because that's what they do, they turn the closest people to you, which at that time was my wife and my daughter, against me, and I'm a big fucking asshole because I was on the public date with, with a friend at a Hooters in a public place that was 20 minutes from my house and 10 minutes from my fucking son-in-law and daughter's house, and I'm just that stupid enough to go on a double date from a woman that I gave my vows to, so I was cheating on her, and she believed me because she was convinced, and it didn't happen, so whatever, and I've been financially destroyed. And I was told that to my friends. Not to mention, I would defend my own son-in-law at all costs. Because I guess he saves her from just really mean asshole me. Um, and I was destroyed. And I had to file bankruptcy. And the company went bankrupt. And I started over. As recently with bankruptcy, personally, three and a half years ago. So I'm not talking on my asses. And I am where I'm at. And I've had some setbacks. Most people jump off of buildings or put gun in their mouth when they just get divorced or lose their job. I cannot stress to you when I say this. I have lost everything. Dogs, cats, a roof over my head, my income, my credibility, my reputation, my character. It is all been fucking destroyed. My cowardice ways. And when it was happening to me, I didn't know what was happening to me. 
I literally would walk out of my Shohan mobile phone right after my divorce, walking in circles. Where's my wife? Where's my dogs? Where's my husband? Where's my beautiful house? Where's both of my houses? Where's my beautiful car? Where is everybody? Where the fuck am I? And that's my anxiety thing. Which I didn't believe in. Which is true. It's real, trust me. And then the psychotherapy and professional help. Um, and a psychic. Uh, I figured out what the fuck was happening to me. Because it wasn't direct, except by the threats that were definitely carried out by my ex-wife, who was scorned and fought betrayed, which is not true. She's the one that was fooled and betrayed. Um, and that's not it. I mean, whatever. Um, very powerful, influential, manipulative people, psychopaths and sociopaths are. You will never know what's hitting you. And that's what I see now. They will befriend you, and if they target somebody that is a threat to them, under all costs, they will destroy you, but not you. They will go to your closest loved ones to destroy you. And quite honestly, in politics, I think that's what's happening. I have never seen friendships, families being destroyed over fucking politics by people that could give two flying shits whether you're that tomorrow. Now, not all of them. That's not a blanket statement. That's like me saying all women are just fucking crazy, money-hungry bitches. That's not true. Furthest from that, but I see things from a different perspective only because of what I've experienced and what I find true in reality, based on any perception that facts are facts and that's what happens to me. And I see it has to be now. And my closest family members. Um, are okay with what happened to me because they won't even confront the guy that did it to me. So there's the African and compliance and submissive indoctrination by you being brainwashed. And I see the same fucking thing happening. How can you all forget the shutdowns and the lockdowns and being separated from your loved ones and couldn't spend the holidays or, God forbid, they passed away and you couldn't even have a fucking funeral for them? And that that's what you're telling me. That's okay with happiness. So you're on Thanos' side. Well, it's got to be done. You people are out of control. You're destroying everything and and eating up human resources and people are going to starve to death. So happy you have to die with the snake is in there. And you're not even going to know what happens to Except maybe the Avengers. You're telling me that's okay with you. That's concerning. I don't know what to do. I don't have the answers, but I know what not to do. And if you think I'm going to let Thanos destroy half the fucking universe 
because it's for the, for the betterment for all of us. Oh, this is what's good for you. This is what you need. You're fucking nuts. All the lockdowns did, in my opinion, is destroy the economy. The more people died, then probably would have survived. And that decision and lack of accountability, apparently, is okay with happiness. It was okay that Thanos snapped his fingers and wiped out half of life in the universe. That's okay with me. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But, um... That's not for me. I'm not going to be submissive and compliant for the betterment and stop driving my fucking car and and uh, not eat meat and all this other kind of crap because the past hundred years, that's what they told us to do. But until now, it doesn't serve them anymore monetarily because they got more money than that. And now it's about controlling you. Well, you have to do this. It's for the betterment of everybody. In a new world order, you don't want people in Africa starving. Oh, no, I don't either. So why don't we send $10 billion to Africa to feed the fuckers and get electricity and running water and sewage um, sewage system there so that we're not dying of diseases? Oh, no, we got to send $10 million to Ukraine. Hmm. And if you question that, why are you doing this to Africa? And then I should respond, because you're racist, because they're all black people. <laughs> okay. No. See, it's beyond racism. It's about control, submissives, power, and the people that are causing the problems have the answers. And if you go against that, snap as a finger, you're going to disappear. So I, I encourage you to think about this. Because I've waited for this day for a long time, and um, it's not that I want the Republicans in it. Um, because last time they got in a few years ago, they didn't do a fucking thing. So I actually literally switched from the Republican Party to the Democratic Party. I'm like, fuck you guys. You said you're going to do this, you're going to do that, this, and that. You didn't do a goddamn thing. But what choice do you have? It's a two-party system. And what's been going on for the past two years, we are not better off than we were. It's all Reagan said. Just answer this question. Are you better off now than you were two, three, four years ago? The answer is no. But happy to think you are. I don't get it. I, I just don't get it. Um, like I said, I don't have any answers. I think the answers for me and for you lie within ourselves. And um, you can do anything unless all of your rights are taken away and we turn into a dictatorship. And uh, you have to comply or you die. And that's your decision. You still have that right 
you still have that birthright and that God-given right and the right by the founding fathers to do the right thing within the framework of the Constitution and your rights. And people are just letting that go.